And now your host, real estate broker, consultant, and best-selling author, Todd Tremonti. Yeah! How, what a voice. How about that new bumper, ladies and wow. gentlemen? Full price Courtney on the scene. Exciting. Welcome to Texas Real Estate. I am Todd Tremonti, and we're talking all things residential real estate. Listen, we're going to talk for the next hour one way or the other, but if you want in on it, send us your questions. 214-310-0008. Is it springtime? Maybe. Is it the spring market? Maybe. Is there optimism in the DFW real estate market? Quite possibly. Are the headlines in your favor? For sure. No, no, I, don't, I don't think they are. You I lost think the me people, on that one. I think the people writing the headlines would love to just wake up every morning, travel to your home, and thunder punch you right in the gut. You know what? You take your optimism and you just... Well, we're going to get into it today, Ian. Whether, whether the folks send those questions in or not, we've got a pile of them about what in the heck is happening in the so-called spring market. Are we there yet? Make it sound like people are mailing in questions. We have a pile of them. I don't want to mislead people, but the mailroom could be busy lately. The mailroom down the hall. Reminds me of Elf. Okay, here's the deal, people. There's a lot happening in our market right now, and we're actually really excited about it. So we are going to share with you over the remainder of the show uh, what is actually happening in the Dallas-Fort Worth real estate market. We'll talk some statistics. We'll talk where the opportunity is. We'll talk where the big mistakes are and where you should not go fall into the metaphorical potholes of this market. And then we'll, uh, we'll answer your questions. Send them to us. Anything you would like to ask about your home, your buying, your selling, your investing, your wealth building, as it even loosely relates to residential real estate. 214-310-0008 or online, as my son says. ToddTremontiTeam.com. That's ToddTremontiTeam.com. Hey, Ian, who brings us this first segment? You know what? This first segment is, as always, brought to you by Patrick Gleros and his team over at Cardinal Financial. Uh, he is delivering world-class service to every single one of his clients. Uh, just sent several folks over to Patrick this week. Actually, had breakfast with him not che- too long ago, a few days ago. Cheerio. It was lovely. Where'd you guys go? Went to Cindy's. New York Deli. I knew you would. It's our favorite little spot. I knew you would. Anyway, you can reach out to Patrick, patrickgleros.com, 972-728-3420, NMLS number 308804. Holler at us, Cindy's. All right, here's the deal. We got a lot going on. I think the right approach, full price Courtney, is that we just dive right into this thing. What do you think? All right. um, Before we do that, PMR Roofing uh, is a solid roofer that you need to talk to. Period of end of story. I talked to my parents. They live in another city. They don't listen to my instructions, you know, because they're my parents. Um, and so they didn't have their roof checked out shortly after buying a new home recently. And my dad sent me pictures this week of the walls open on uh, three of the main rooms in their home, kitchen, living, and like formal living. That's not good. The floor's up. Yep. Uh, the ceiling's somewhat opened up. And you know why? Wait, is this, the, is this, the, you told this story a couple of weeks ago, but you never revealed who it I was? I didn't sell my parents wow. out, but they don't live now here, you so have. I have sold them out. Um, this was a small roof flashing issue on the edge of basically a skylight that was never addressed and leaked water in for years and ran along the base plate into other walls. And now insurance claim is going to be rebuilding two exterior walls, not ideal, one interior wall, flooring for like 
almost 2,000 square feet of the area, probably new cabinetry because the whole wall in the kitchen, the cabinet's back. All that to say, folks, listen, have a professional roofer check your roof out at least every two years. If you've had heavy, heavy wind, heavy rain, ice, by the way, we've had all of that, then you should have a roofer check things out. It's much better to have a roofer come out and say, hey, you're in good shape. Or you know what? There's a few small things we could fix for almost nothing. Uh, that's better than... Hey, call your insurance company because this is going to be massive. Let's label your parents' decision under the whoopsie-daisy. Whoopsie-daisy, also made famous by what movie? That's an easy one. Notting Hill. Oh, sorry. You can't ask a question and then immediately give the answer. It's not how questions work. You're right. I'm wrong. I feel sorry. That one's on me. Would have been fun to hear her get that wrong. Okay, PMR Roofing. Right, Their website's actually really good. PMRRoofing.com. Go check them out and don't be, don't put yourself in the situation for bad stuff. Whoopsie daisies. Whoopsie daisies. There you go. All right. Here we go. We got questions. We got comments. We got topics. How are we going to handle it? Ian, Courtney, what are we doing? I mean, here we go. We mentioned it at the very beginning, but I think the question that people, you know, the overarching question that people have right now is, uh, when do you consider the spring market, uh, you know, quote, open beginning? All right. Here's the short answer to that. The consumer, the home buyer, the home seller, the home owner, it's the same day every year. And it's not a date. It is the first day that lands on a weekend that it is really beautiful and warm outside. It's the weekend that you see everyone going to the big box stores and buying flowers usually too early, by the way. But it's that's when, psychologically speaking, the spring market starts. And that is actually more important than what the calendar might say or what the TV commercials might say. Uh, I always joke about like when you go to the store and they're selling swimsuits. That doesn't technically mean it's spring because they're always trying to sell them really, really early. But realistically speaking, the spring real estate market starts when the general population of one market, call it Dallas-Fort Worth, starts to act like it's spring. High of 69, partly cloudy tomorrow. 70-something this week. We hit the 70s, and then we also hit the 30s. But here's the thing. Um, that is when the masses of people start to do springtime things. But there's a very different answer for real estate professionals. And the answer to that is a few weeks ago. The spring market started a few weeks ago because people that want to sell their home in the spring especially the smart ones want to sell early in the spring, um, they need to be getting ready late January, early February, because if they're wise and they're, we have a seven step proprietary marketing system, but if they're doing all the wise things to get the most money in the least time with the least stress, they need a few weeks to prepare. Doesn't mean they have to like swing a sledgehammer for a few weeks, but they need to get their ducks in a row to maximize the opportunity, create a strategy, follow that strategy, and then present their property to the market prepared so that they don't make a bad decision out of urgency or impulse. So the smartest folks in the market are getting ready right now, or maybe have already started that process. I had a conversation with, uh, with one of our listeners last week, and it was, it was really kind of an, an information gathering conversation that we had, Yep. but she was just asking like, Hey, when, when's the best time to sell in the summer? They have a kind of a summertime timetable yep. uh, due to some uh, due to work basically and so they were like we're flexible enough to be able to do it beginning of summer end of summer but we don't really know like 
what to do, when to do it, when to start, when to think through doing those things. And what did you tell her? You want to know? I would love to know. But she was also asking about like, what the market's going to be. And I just said, hey, look, the best thing is going to be, A, let's let's get together and like walk through all the different options. Like Because we, we one size does not fit all. Well, and I said, we don't have a crystal ball. So when somebody's saying like, well, what's the market going to be like in July and August? The answer is, I don't know, right? We're, it's, we're, we're forecasting, we're projecting yeah. out all the time. So I said, hey, let's just get together. Let's have a conversation. I'll get you connected with one of my marketing guys, marketing specialists, mm -hmm. and they'll come visit with you and they'll talk you through like what we're seeing right now. What I, what I told her was though, in the last three weeks, we've definitely seen kind of an uptick of activity that's been going on in the market compared to what it was like the first month of the year. Yep, more, more showings on listings. Uh, offers are lagging showings a little bit in the current market. We'll get into a deep dive on what the current market is. But if your question is, when should I sell? My answer right now is uh, sooner is better than later. Not because I know what's going to happen later, but because statistics are pointing me in this direction, not definitively, but pointing me. And honestly, 20 something years of doing this, the way the market is acting and the, what people are saying, the gut feeling around our office, and let's be very clear, it's a gut feeling, but usually we have pretty reliable ones because we're talking to hundreds of people about this stuff is that we're gonna have a pretty active spring and summer and we might lose that momentum late summer, fall. Doesn't mean the market's gonna tank or it won't be a good time then, but I think there's gonna be more optimism for the next four, five, six months than there has been and more than there might be after that. So I, if I were answering, yeah. if someone said, when do you wanna sell this summer? I would say in June. But I also tell folks that like, um, I, I told this, this particular listener, I said, conventional real estate thinking is like you always have to do things in the summer and yeah. that's just not it's just not realistic right. because summer also brings about way more window shoppers yep. who are just kind of looking looking around not wanting to do anything yep. so that's why it's so important that you begin to get those plans you know as early as you can because we do generally see a dip you know as schools going back that exactly. august time when you know there's not a, as much activity it, feels in some ways like it almost shuts down for like two, two, yeah. three weeks. We, we say it every year right here on this show. And, and back to school's got a different feel every year. All through COVID, we talked about how back to school was a whole nother animal. We had one that was like two months, so you felt like. We are not, we're not always perfect with our predictions, but all, all false modesty aside, we are almost always right on the money on these things. And that's not because we're good guessers. It's because this is what we do all day, every day at the Todd Romani Home Selling Team. We sell hundreds of houses. We talk to thousands of people real people, buying, selling, leasing, thinking about investing, making mistakes, getting it right, remodeling, all those things. And back to school is at a minimum, a two week dramatic slowdown, if not pause in our marketplace. And back to school seems to be getting earlier most years. It's like the eight, seventh, eighth, ninth of August for a lot of school districts. And then, you know, basically second and third week of August. And then it lingers into the third a lot of times. Plus it's super hot. Point is, if you were asking me that question, I would say I would want to sell in June. I'd want to start getting ready in April, mm -hmm. yeah. period. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, DP Lambert is our uh, absolute go-to in the insurance field uh, over at Goosehead Insurance. Uh, he's doing great, great stuff. Some really exciting things coming along from DP and his entire team. Uh, you can reach out to DP, 214-838-5684, dp.lambert, L-A-M-B-E-R-T at goosehead.com. I tell you all the time, he has saved me literally thousands of dollars over the years since same, I've known DP. Same for the Tremonis. Same for so many people, Todd. Go to dp.lambert at goosehead.com. 
You can go to ToddTrueMyTeam.com where you can find all the recommended pros and vendors right there under the radio tab. Uh, another question for you that we've got here. Um, what do you need to be doing as we're talking about prepping? We're talking about saying, hey, if you want to sell in June, you start doing stuff in April, but you got to start thinking about some of the things that need to happen. So what are some of those things that people that want to be selling over the next, let's call it three or four months, need to be doing to get ready for that? Great question. And before I dive into the details of that, let me just revisit a point you made earlier because it was an excellent point. Thank you. We are not saying that summer is the best time to sell a home. I would say if you want to sell this year, sooner the better. Um, and we can unpack that later if you want to. But we are not saying to wait until summer. But if you were going to wait until summer, the things I would be doing now to prepare for that, uh, number one, the obvious things. If you walk around your house and you're embarrassed about something or frustrated about something, if there's a hole in a wall or paint's messed up or grout and tile is cracked or a microwave doesn't work. We always say eliminate the negatives before we add positives because the negatives are just deal killers. A buyer's like, nope, I'm not doing it. Positives are to increase value. Value doesn't matter if nobody's even interested in the property as a whole. So eliminate the, by the way, very few realtors think this way. Can I give an example? Yeah. When we sold our house with you before I worked on the team here, so yep. we're going back to 2000. You're going to talk about wood floors? I'm not. Okay, because I remember the wood floors. We're going to go back to 2012-ish, something like that. Maybe 15. It was, um, what was it? Do you remember? Appliances. Do you remember which appliance? The oven. It was the oven, yeah. yeah. Because it was an old, original 1980s house in Richardson, and the oven was an original 1980s oven. Yep. And Todd was like... First thing you need to do is just get rid of the oven. Like it doesn't have to put in anything like super expensive or anything like that. Go to like a scratch and dent type place, yep. find an oven, put it in there because otherwise people are going to walk in because we had done the floors nice, we had done the counters were all yep. nice, but we had the original oven. They were like, they're going to look at all the really nice stuff and they're going to go, yeah, but we're going to have to change out that oven. It's, it's the ugly oven. And house. they would, in their head, they would say the, the whole kitchen is outdated. Like it's right. just, it's just, that's the thing that drew their eye the way that kitchen was configured. You kind of looked over that little island, it was mid wall, yep. right? And people would, that's the first thing they'd see. And they'd be like, oh, kid, like the whole rest of the house was awesome. And then the kitchen disappointed me. And you can take away that disappointment at the time for like 250 bucks or yeah. whatever it was. Yep. Um, that's what we're talking about. So eliminate the negatives, go around your house, act like a stranger. If you have a friend that loves you and will say hard things that you trust, have them do it. Now, better than that would be to have an industry professional a member of the Tatramani home selling team, someone that you really trust that has a license that knows what is happening, what buyers want, what sellers are willing to put up with, what value is from what, um, because that 250 bucks probably got y'all five or 10,000 because it now categorized the kitchen as updated like the rest of the house. Sounds crazy, but it was true. Is that always true? No, but that was one of the very easy things to eliminate a negative as opposed to totally redoing a whole bunch of other stuff. So, uh, first thing is eliminate those negative. Second thing is um, talk to a professional about what our buyers responding to right now, right? I'll be honest. There were some weird things people responded to in 2021 and 22 because everyone was so like heightened health conscious, right? So we were talking about duct cleaning and AC units and filtration. Like no one ever cared about that stuff before. The average person didn't care. All of a sudden those things really mattered. And the truth is they don't matter to buyers as much. Again, we're back to where that's not as big of a deal. So a professional can tell you, I know this is the norm. I know this is what the TV shows are saying, but 
This is what buyers are responding to right now. So let's focus on those things where the hundreds can get you thousands or where I know you're annoyed by that, but you don't need to mess with that. Buyers actually really like that right now. So step one, eliminate the negatives. Step two, talk to a pro. You cannot start too early, but most people do wait too late. And then the third thing I would say is just big infrastructure things that an, that an inspection would mess up, would, would t flag you on. If you have a plumbing problem, an electrical problem, a heating and air conditioning problem, a foundation problem, a roof problem, those are the big five. Get those checked out now and fix them on your budget the way you want instead of having a buyer totally panic and blow the value of that up four, five, six times. Home serve, home warranty have been uh, helping so many of our clients just kind of sleep easy at night, knowing that for that first year in their home, uh, they can get things taken care of if a problem comes up just by simply calling home serve. And they're going to send out somebody that they trust, send out a professional to help take care of that uh, situation. You can go to homeserve.com. You can find all the information right there about uh, their different home warranties, what they do, what they provide. Homeserve.com. They've been taking care of our clients for years and years and years. Go to touchonmyteam.com, click the radio tab, and you can find all of our recommended pros and vendors that we talk about on the show right there. That's right, party people. TouchMoneyTeam.com. You can ask us questions throughout the week, even when we're not on the air. Mail them in if you want. You can. You could, you could send them by facsimile. Uh, anything you like. Um, here's the deal. The website actually does have a lot of really, really valuable tools for you. We have uh, a couple little scorecard quizzes that you can get a score right there. If you're not quite ready to talk to somebody, you can find out if you're ready to buy, if you're ready to sell. You can even find out if DFW is a good fit for you if you're tuning in from out of the area or you're catching the podcast or you're on YouTube or whatever. You can also Wait, access... We have a podcast? That's right. What? Full Price Courtney has turned us into... for how, I don't know for how many years, four or five years now, people are like, go to the YouTube channel, like, hey, where can I listen to the radio show? Do you guys have it on as a podcast? And I just shamefully reply, no, uh, not yet. We've yeah. only been doing this for the better part of a decade. And uh, the, we're going to give the people what they want, though. Pod Tremoni. Full Price Courtney has got us up as DFW Real Estate Weekly. I believe is the name of the podcast. Okay, go download it, like it, give us some feedback. You got to uh, mention to subscribe as well. Uh, is that what you do on a podcast? You subscribe? Great. RSS feed. How old am I? Anyway, uh, definitely subscribe to that bad boy. And if you miss a show, you can get it. Uh, and you can contact us anytime throughout the week through the website at TodtramoneyTeam.com. Or of course, you should just have our phone number saved in your cell phone. Anytime you want to buy, sell, invest, or when you're like, hey, who's the plumber again? Hey, I'm thinking about remodeling the kitchen. Where should I start? We want to help you with all those things. Even if we're not going to earn a commission from selling something, we do want to be helpful to you. Save this phone number, 214-310-0008. And, and remember, ToddTremontiTeam.com. When you're at the website, you can find out what your home would sell for or rent for in 60 seconds or less. You can search all homes for sale by all real estate agents in all of DFW and get all the vendors information that we talk about on the show. It's all there at ToddTremontiTeam.com. Uh, question that I have in front of me here that was uh, that was Hot submitted. off the presses. Hot off the presses. Right out of the mail room. When should I be interviewing agents? Ooh, that's a good question. It does tie into what we said before. Right? I also want to add that into, should I interview multiple agents? Yeah, I was going to come back. Number one, interviewing agents is a concept that not everybody thinks through. And look, if you, look, obviously... I think that our team is the best in the business. I've built it, I'm biased, but there are reasons I think that. It's not just because it's my team. 
It's because I coach and train agents, all, consult with real estate teams all over North America. And the vast majority, the reason they coach with us, by the way, is because they have never been able to create what we've created. And they're going, how, how do you do it? How do you have specialized agents that are actually full-time, that are focused, that care about their clients, that want to do this the right way, and also want to live a life that's balanced where they can have impact and, you know, like positive impact on people in the world and still like have a healthy family relationship or physical health. You know, it's not easy, but we do love what we're doing and we love helping other real estate professionals do it. By the way, we're hiring. We're looking for two people in Richardson, two to three in Fort Worth. Yeah, you can go to touchmoneyteam.com and figure that out as well. But to go back and answer the question, interviewing agents is a great idea, especially if you do not have somebody that you have trusted for a long time that is full-time that is more, that is not just a solo agent. And there's nothing wrong with being a solo agent if you have staff or vendors or or a a partnership with other vendors around you so you can deliver world-class value. I think it's best done as a team where that's formalized and you have the same staff and agents that you work with every single day, day in and day out and you you depend on each other and you share each other's gifts and you compensate for each other's weaknesses. Those are the core values of our team. So, number 1, if you don't already have someone that you are absolutely thrilled with them, trust them, and they have a great track record, then you should interview some. And I would recommend you interview the Tatramani Home Selling Team as one of those interviews. Compare, look for your, op- it's not just commissions. What What's the system? What value do they deliver? What is their track record? How do they get that done? Anyone can tell you these are the results, but how do they get to those results? What's the system? What's the staff look like? Now, when should you do that? The answer is as early as possible, right? So if you want to sell this summer, it's already crunch time. If you want to buy anytime soon, as soon as you can. We say this all the time on the show. It's never too early to start getting prepared to buy a home. But most people wait too late. And so their timeline becomes a disadvantage to them, right? They're like, hey, we want to buy before school gets out. Okay, well, it's mid-February. School gets out for most people in late May or early June. So now they're going, all right, I want to give myself March, April, and part of May to do that. Well, if you need to have an extensive conversation with the mortgage lender, you need to wait, you know, dodge some travel, work, school sports, kids things, all that stuff. All of a sudden, what what you thought was three or four months, now it gets narrowed down to like a handful of weeks. And we just want you to be able to sleep well at night, have deep, thoughtful discernment about this and not feel pressured by the timeline to go with a bad mortgage, to go with a bad property, to go with a bad price, to go, you know, to not be in the area or the schools or the neighborhood or near your job or near your church or whatever the case is because you had to compromise because you limited your options, right? It would be better to find something you love a little early and negotiate some more time as opposed to find something you love a little bit late and not be able to get it. So the earlier, the better. We say slow down before we speed up. If we slow down and have what we call a free strategy session, then if we need to speed up, we can do that in a healthy, confident way because we got our ducks in a row. We've thought through our non-negotiables and all those things. If you're thinking about buying, selling, or investing anytime in 2023, we are offering you a free strategy session. No cost, no obligation at all. But let's get all these variables in order and get you some clarity. We know that there's confusion and frustration and anxiety in the marketplace right now. Our one major offer, our clear commitment to you is to help you get clarity, to help you feel good 
about moving forward or not moving forward. Sign up for one of those bad boys by texting 214-310-0008 or online at toddtremonteteam.com. Welcome back, party people. Welcome back. Listen, the best part of the show henceforth will be Courtney just giggling while the bumpers are playing that she created. I'm proud of you, Courtney. I hope you're proud of you. I have a question. Okay. It's it's heavy on the Tremonti. Yeah. It's Is it more tea. of a silent T? I like it. Todd uh, Tremonti. Listen, I say Tremonti. I roll it. I'll roll it. But I'm thrilled with yeah. Tremonti. I get a little annoyed with Tremonte, but I never say anything because most people get it wrong. Tremont, Tremonte, whatever. When you Google it, just get close and you'll find us online for all of your residential real estate needs. But... Uh, we have one team member that will not go named on open air public radio that that has been here long enough that they, they should get that right every time and only get it right about a fourth of the time. And it's humorous every time. 100% of the time, 50% of the time. Anyway. Sorry, that was referred to as the office manager by the same person recently. Listen, you know, that's not all the way wrong. Okay, here's the deal. DFW... A um, lot going on in the real estate market. When we went to break, we were getting into some of the nitty gritty about um, how you can make wise choices, whether you're buying, selling, remodeling, investing, or otherwise. And one of the best things you can do, one of the wisest choices you can make is to save the following phone number in your cell phone so that anytime you have a question, you don't have to go Google or Bing it. Bing's get making a comeback. That's a prediction I'm making. I'll tell you about why in a minute. Um, you don't have to go hunt things down and, and sort and sift and wonder, is this a good vendor? Is this the right choice? We do this all day, every day, and we'd be thrilled to help you with that. Call or text 214-310-0008, 214-310-0008. Just save that phone number in your cell phone, or you can go online like my son says. Touchermindyteam.com. Two quick things. One, I think the English uh, impersonation of nitty gritty was a bit unnecessary. And two, by definition, doesn't a comeback require that it went away? Uh, number one, I'm not all that concerned at your sensitivity around the English because, you know, it's more fun that way. Number two, by the way, that was an excellent interpretation, by the way. Uh, number two, uh, nope, be, I'm going to call this a comeback because uh, Bing has not been a really strong market positioning from Microsoft. Uh, you and I both know that it is a absurdly distant second to Google, uh, potentially even a third to some of the newer search engine deals like DuckDuckGo and others. Uh, Bing has not been, it's up there with the Zune as times Microsoft attempted to have a dominant competitor to uh, Apple and did not succeed. DuckDuckGoose? DuckDuckGo. Hmm. Search engine. See? Uh, love you, but probably not your area of expertise. Uh, not mine either, but I'm just going to say Bing is getting into the game of artificial intelligence in a massive way to the tune of $4 billion invested in bringing chat GPT onto the search engine. Uh, Google has gone, or Alphabet, Google has gone now to spend $900 million on their own AI learning machine, and I'm not using all the right words for all these things, but they're going to try to integrate those into their search engines so that 
uh, they can mutually benefit and accelerate the learning and monetize the heck out of that. For the rest of us who are all excited to use their free tools, then we'll pay for upgrades and they will make billions. And at, on the surface, that's a that's good capitalistic opportunity for all of us. Who knows if the machines are going to take over after that? What I do know is what is happening in the Dallas-Fort Worth real estate market right now. And we're going to get into that very shortly. But before we do that, first segment brought to you by Patrick Glos and his team at Cardinal Financial. He's built a team so similar to how we have while he's putting people in a position to really use their given abilities, uh, their gifts uh, in a high, high level. Uh, you can go to patrickgleros.com where you can find all the information. You can start an application right there on the website, patrickgleros.com, 972-728-3420, NMLS number 308804. Uh, here's a question for you. When do you think that we'll know when recent rate hikes are adequate to get inflation under control? That's a tongue twister for you. The answer is we're close. Um, I'm not an economist. I certainly do not run the Federal Reserve, but I am a close observer of those things and many other things so that we can be an informative voice on residential real estate, primarily in DFW. Now, to your earlier point, we do not have a crystal ball. We do not know the future, but we have a phenomenal track record of reading economic data, taking in the feedback we get from buyer, sellers, investors, and potentials, um, and you know, understanding the past, not only the recent past, but the distant past, how markets operate, and uh, as well as, you know, some academic learning as well. So ultimately, here's the deal. Um, I believe the Fed has already signaled, and they've said this, but we don't always necessarily take them at their word because uh, they have a, you know, messaging commitment aside from their, you know, economic commitment. All that to say, they have signaled that they are nearing uh, a place where they might be satisfied with what they would call a, you know, a fix in the economy. They are still increasing rates, but the amount of rate increases has come down from as much as point, you know, uh, 0.75 basis points, you know, um, three quarters of a, a point of interest rate to one quarter. That's a third of the recent increases, right? My guess is we'll get at least one more. Um, I don't know that it will impact mortgage rates quite as much going forward as it has in the past, but ultimately, I think we are getting somewhat near a place, and by somewhat, I mean months away from a point where the Federal Reserve will say, we believe we have got inflation for the most part in check. We're not going to promise that we're finished, but we believe uh, we are pretty close to not having to uh, make these dramatic changes. Now, the thing, the other thing they're looking at, which sounds so counterintuitive, is unemployment. And at the moment, they want more unemployment. They want less wage growth. And when those things start to trigger, if you see an employment report come out and it's like, wow, unemployment is up, job growth is down, as absurd as that sounds, that will be one of the next dominoes for the Federal Reserve to be like, okay, I think we've kind of slowed down the hot, you know, the, the really, really hot, uh, white hot heat of growth. And so we can breathe for a minute and pricing can come down a little bit or stop going up so much. And the dollar for the average consumer can go a little bit further again. Then the question will be, are we going to sit tight for a while where we are? Or do we think we'll go back to some lower rates? And my thought answer to a question you didn't ask is we'll probably sit tight for a while. I don't think we're going to immediately go back to 4% interest rates, but I do think we are headed back that way before too terribly long. 
the way I ask questions, though, means that I get more out of that's right. The answer. Really, the show's about the quality of your questions and the bumpers that Courtney created. I've made several good points today, I've noticed as well. Well, and I've given you that feedback. And if you keep acting the way you are, I might might have to pull back on the feedback, Courtney. What do you think? Um, all right. What's next? Well, there's a question here that I really don't want to ask, if I'm honest. It just feels a little weird. Oh, I saw this one. I saw this one on the board. Courtney, yeah. hold on. No, this should be about this one. Ooh. Stalemate. Producer stalemate. What's happening? No dead air. Fine, I'm going to ask a different question. Then. Okay, we'll get to that. He's one very later. sheepish Maybe. about one of our one of our client questions, listener questions. Why are some listings sitting on the market while others are moving? That's a good question. Uh, let me answer it this way. It's a good question in every market, but I believe this question is rooted in days on market are longer today than they have been in quite a while. Now, to be clear, they're still very reasonable. Uh, and most areas around DFW days on market are, say, 25 to 45 days. They're, they're, they're in the month-ish range. Which that's going to surprise people. I it's think. going to surprise a lot of people. But the point I'm making is for a while there, they were like 12 to 20. And now they're 20-something to 30 or 40-something. So they've kind of doubled. Um, but when you're talking about one or two weeks to two to four weeks, that's still a vi- like for sellers, that still feels really fast for a lot of people when they realize I've got to pack and move and get my financial ducks in a row and schedule, you know, sign a lease or buy another home. That's still a pretty quick turnaround. But compared to where we were before, some people don't have more context than the last four, five, six years. And so it just feels oppressively slow. That's an absurd response to this market, but it is some people's response. Um, So the answer to your question is, um, a normal turnaround time um, only exists in short periods of time because it's different. We talk about averages. Is that an average of the last three or four years or is that an average average of the last hundred years in DFW? Uh, A normal market around here is like one to three months, you know, 30 to 90 days on market. It's not like wildly unheard of to be 110 days on market. It just hasn't happened in the last few years. When we were looking at a home this week with uh, with with Ryan on the team, uh, he has a client that was thinking about maybe putting an offer on, on a specific house. And as we're looking at it, we're like, this house is overpriced by probably forty or $50,000. And yep. it's been sitting on the market for three months. And it's not hard to tell that story, right? This is a seller right. that put their house on the market four month, three or four months ago. And they thought they deserved the prices that their neighbors got three or four months before that. Right. And they don't. No one deserves any of this stuff, right? You know, as a Christ follower, I don't feel like I deserve anything. But just economically speaking, equity is a moving number. It's not a fixed number. If the neighbor cleans up their front yard, your house might look better. If the neighbor buys 12 dogs and they bark all day, your value just went down. Equity is a floating, magical, sometimes fictitious number. And you are fortunate. Doesn't mean you didn't earn it because there is hard-earned equity like paying down your mortgage or improving your property. But a lot of it is riding the elasticity of the overall economy, meaning it's elastic. It moves, it bends with political news and economic news and, and geopolitical wars and things like that, climate and all kinds of crazy stuff impacts it. So it's moving all the time. To act like that's mine and I earned it is a, is a bit of a fallacy. So all that to say, um, most people, pretty much everyone in DFW right now, your property is still worth a heck of a lot more than you earned. 
because compared to where almost any of us were more than like 12 months ago, it's amazing. So anyway, I don't know that I directly answered that question, but I gave some information that it stirred up. Well, and I think too, there's there's a number of reasons, right? Because you can look at, hey, is the marketing being done correctly? Like, is there an actual plan for this home? Is the pricing being done right on it? Like, there's so many factors that go into it. And not everybody's doing that at a high level. Well, and the label I've been putting on the current market on radio with clients in, you know, with our consulting business is like, this is actually a much more logical market than we've been in a long time. It is logical that if your house is $40,000 overpriced, it's going to sit for a while. What was happening a year ago is you could price your house $40,000 over what it was really worth and probably get it or maybe get 25 or 30,000 over what it was worth, even if it's under your asking price, but you kind of knew you were shooting for the fences. Now it's like, I feel like the market owes me that. And the market's like, nope, that doesn't mean your value went down. That means your perception of your value might need to be more reasonable, but your home is highly likely still worth more than when you bought it or worth more than 12 months ago. But sellers that are just not willing to face that reality are hurting themselves and other sellers are doing very well right now because they're approaching it realistically with the right plan. Todd, I have some good news and some bad news for you. I'll take it. Either way you want to shoot it. The good news is we made it all the way to the end of February almost before I had to deal with a troublesome title company. Ooh. Mm. Hey, republictitle.com. Here it comes. Yep. We're just issues again, just communication issues this time. Just couldn't get the right people to mm. respond. Couldn't get the right stuff. Couldn't get the information we needed, who we needed to send things to. It was a nightmare. Not the experience that we have with Republic Title though. Republictitle.com is where you can go to find out all your information. They are one of the leaders in the industry. Check them out before you buy or sell anytime in real estate. They do phenomenal work over there and just making sure that everything is done to an extremely high level. Like I said, one of the leaders in the industry, republictitle.com. Let me just add this to that. When you're buying and selling a home, the title company is probably not your top of mind thing that you're really hopped up about. Like you want the beautiful kitchen, you want the backyard, you want the pool, you want the master bedroom or whatever it is that you're looking after. Um, but we are just trying to emphasize to you how important title company is. So you don't need to remember a ton of details. Just remember the name Republic Title. And when it's time to buy, sell, invest, or whatever, talk to your professional, your agent, talk to our team, and just say, hey, I want to look into Republic Title. And that will go well for you. Uh, question, where can I buy land and be close to Dallas? It's a very good question. Close is a relative term. So we get a lot of questions, especially on the YouTube channel and now on the podcast um, about... Wait, we have a podcast? There it is again. Hey, folks, uh, DFW Real Estate Weekly with Todd Tremonti um, is uh, bits and pieces and sometimes the whole darn thing from this show. Uh, wow. Go subscribe, go download, go share that with your friends and family. And also let us know what you'd like us to cover on there. We might start adding some... Uh, nuggets over there that we don't always have the opportunity to include in our limited time here on live radio right here on WBAP. So all that to say, check those things out there. But the questions we get over on uh, YouTube and podcasts is usually like within 30 minutes. So let me answer that question two ways, within 30 minutes and within an hour. Uh, also, when we say DFW, that's like a whole 90 minute spectrum of travel also. So on the Dallas side, it is still possible to get some land. And if, if, when we say land around here, we normally mean a really big lot, like half acre to 
seven, eight, nine, ten 10 acres, right? Most of that being somewhere in the middle with like one, two, three, four acres. Now, Wiley is still a very popular area for stuff like that, but go one ring out in Nevada is really popular. Um, up into Farmersville. Farmersville has been really, really, really popular. Uh, Princeton. Uh, there's still some good opportunities on the edge of McKinney, uh, outside Frisco, but we are seeing people, you know, excited about new construction opportunities on land is up into Sherman, Justin, Melissa, uh, Lake Worth, Weatherford's been really, really popular. Alito is still really, really popular. Benbrook is blowing up. Uh, and then to the South, you know, depending on how far you're willing to go, Grand Prairie, Grand Barry. Um, there's option, there's options in almost a complete 360 degree perimeter around DFW. There's kind of the 30 minute ring and then there's kind of that hour ring and then anything beyond an hour, you can find stuff. If people are searching for homes and the search, like can people filter that and like search for, like, yeah, a, ra- a, a, a travel radius you can do. If you go to our website, just go to Todd click on the buyer tab or the search homes tab. Uh, and you can do radius from an address. You can also do zip code. You can do school district. You can do all those things. Our website is updated almost every, literally every 15 minutes. Uh, and so you can get the most accurate home search data in all of DFW at toddtremonteteam.com. You can search by lot size, which is where you would find those land options. And then the other thing I want to point you towards really quickly is our YouTube channel. So go to TatraMoneyTeam.com, click on the videos tab. We have a bunch of videos on each of those individual cities and communities and where the land is or what where the opportunities are, why you might want to live there. Check out Keen Landscaping as well. You can find them online at KeenLandscaping.com, K-E-A-N-E. We talked earlier about prepping to sell. Landscaping is another one of those things that I would do to prep to sell. Right now is the time of the year where things are not yet blooming and coming back to beautiful life, but it's a good time to prep. Tree trimming is great right now. Uh, Cleaning up, thinning out, landscaping, putting in pathways, landscape lighting, getting ready so that you can really, really enjoy those things in the springtime. Or if you're going on the market in the springtime, you'll have the best chance for things to look really great as early as possible. Check all that out with Keen Landscaping. They also do design and consultation, landscape construction, regular weekly maintenance, retaining walls, irrigation, tree work, pools, pathways, lighting, all that stuff. KeenLandscaping.com, K-E-A-N-E, KeenLandscaping.com. All right, look, I ask the hard-hitting questions on this show, and I feel like I'm an extreme professional in the way that I ask questions. I'm just not asking this question, Courtney. I'm not doing it. Yeah, and nope, I'm not listen, doing. calm down. He's so sensitive. People want to know where to buy land in Dallas, and so we want to know what's so sexy about sexy. Uh, not doing it. Not. See what you did there. <laughs> see what you did there. By the way, if you ever travel to or from Saxy and you put it in navigation, by the way, all navigation should be set to an English or Australian accent. Everybody knows that. Uh, and they'll say, sexy. And so you're going to get it one way or the other, Ian. You got to get over. Uh, your oh, sensitivities. I'm a professional. Sexy is I'm not sexy, y'all. It is attractive. It is compelling. It is enticing. It is also wholesome, Ian. It's a beautiful place. There's nothing uh, inappropriate about it. Uh, but Saxy is sexy. People love Saxy. Uh, years ago, I say years ago, you know, as recently as 10 years ago, Saxy was one of those outer ring cities that I would have answered about land. It's really not that anymore. 
It is now a, a, a pretty darn mature suburb. Um, it's located in an area where you can get to about eight other cities within 10 minutes. You know, Murphy, Wiley, Nevada, Parker, Lucas, Dallas, Garland, Richardson, Plano. All Saxe is like right in that pocket, you know, immediately east of Richardson. The point is, there are still some available homes on land, one and two and eh, mostly one and two acre lots. There are some beautiful master plan communities out there. Um like Woodbridge and a couple of others, Woodbridge golf courses out there. Um, you've got uh, everything you could want. You've got small town feed store options, and then you've got big box commercial development, lots of great restaurants, a really great community involvement. Saxe does a lot of uh, you know holiday celebration festival stuff. Their 4th of July fireworks are awesome. Uh, they do some small town parade type stuff. Um, uh, city parks are excellent. There's some uh, there's some new development of kind of multi-use facilities with parks and recreation, commercial development, new hospitals going in. There's just a lot of really, really great aspects uh, to Saxe. I would say it's not one of the most talked about parts of DFW, but it should be talked about more. It's a really great town. It is very much still a small town. Uh, most of Saxe is Garland Schools, which is a choice district, so people can kind of pick and choose the campuses they put their kiddos in. Part of it is Wiley Schools. Um, there's a lot going on uh, in Saxe, Texas. I would just tell you, uh, there's very, very little to not like about Saxe, Texas. If you have not checked out your home, whoa, <clears throat> valuation recently, choked up just talking about it. It just gets me yeah, a little right there, right there yeah. in the emotions. Uh, go to valuethishouse.com, valuethishouse.com. In less than 60 seconds, you can find out what your home would sell for, what your home would rent for. It's going to give you a confidence score. And uh, you can reach out to us if you want something more customized than that. You can just uh, reply to the email, send us a text, give us a call. We will jump on a call with you, and we can see how best we can help you. Valuethishouse.com. If you're thinking about buying, selling, investing, refinancing, building wealth or anything like that, and you can't answer me quickly, hey, what do you think your house is worth right now? Then you should go to valuethishouse.com. Like it, I would say it's borderline irresponsible in the current economic climate not to have a good running idea. It doesn't have to be exact, but good running idea of what your home equity is on probably a 30-day basis. No, you should check at least every 90 days. You know the Please. nice thing? When you do it once, it's going to send you monthly updates. Turns out, in less than one minute, you can set yourself up for that forever. And all that happens completely free, really easy to do, at valuethishouse.com. You know what else is really easy? Is to avoid really expensive, destructive roof challenges and home remodel challenges by having a pro Check out your roof at least every two years. PMRRoofing.com. They just did a bid on a project I'm doing, and it, I mean, like, it was a, it was solid. They were so professional about it. Pricing was super competitive. They were more thorough, more um, better to communicate with, and so on top of educating us about what would be best, but also what all of our options are. It was really impressive. So I will soon have a totally complete PMR roof to tell you guys all about, but we are really, really pumped about that. So PMRRoofing.com. If you're thinking about buying, selling, or investing in real estate at all right now, do what my son says and go online to 
TouchMontyTeam.com. If you don't like the .com, just Google that bad boy. You can try to spell Tremonti or Tremonti, as Courtney says it. However you like, get close enough, figure it out. We would be thrilled. Honestly, we would really enjoy sharing our God-given gifts with you, whether we're helping you buy or sell or not, at a completely free strategy session to give you clarity to sort and sift through the craziness of this current real estate market, whether you're buying, selling, investing, or just wanting to enjoy your home more. Take us up on that offer, 214-310-0008 or online at toddtremonteteam.com.